My daughter is one of the most interesting souls that I have encountered in recent years. She's only three years old, but she has a way of giving you two choices whenever she asks you a question. And it's either yes or no. I'm gearing up to go to Walmart and she runs up to me and she says, Daddy, can I come with you? Yes or no? And I said, no. And she says, why? And I said, because there's COVID-19 outside. And she said, but we were at Ethan's house last time. Was there not COVID-19? Yes or no? I said, yes, there was COVID-19. She said, so why don't you want me to come to Walmart? And at that point, I realized that Irena is forcing me to face something very uncommon that most people don't want to face, which is to tell the truth and not worry about what comes back by telling the truth. I realized that there was something I was doing that society is very common with, which is to bend the truth, to not necessarily tell a lie, but more so be misleading in terms of the information that you're providing. Now, while that's important in a society, when it comes to self, it is very destructive. And today I want us to discuss self-responsibility and individualism in regards to desires and goals. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Forget Norms with Mr. Fashino. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Forget Norms Show. I am Mr. Fashino, and I appreciate everyone who listens to the last two episodes. This is our third episode for the show. And if you're new to the show, we are purpose to try to get people to self-realization by questioning a lot of our societal things. One of the biggest things about the show is that we take topics and we present them to you and then provoke you to look at them from your own perspective and how things relate to you. If anything changes, good. If nothing changes, as long as you're comfortable, you're fine. This is what we do in the show. So before we go further, I want to go back to Ariana's story because I didn't finish it. So I'm leaving the house, and like I said, I'm going to Walmart, and she had asked me where I was going. And I told her, I said, Walmart. Ariana has this thing. I mean, it's, it's very peculiar with her that everything has to come down to yes or no. You can, you can factor a lot of different things in between here or there. But at the end of the day, when you get to the place where you have a final say, you either have a yes or a no. And that's what she asked. And every question that she asks you, literally, she'll say, are you going to come to a house? Yes or no? And I, I haven't paid attention if she does that to strangers, but in the house, she does it to us. Mommy, I'm going to the bathroom. Are you going to come with me? Yes or no? That's how she talks. And so I told her that, no, I don't want her to come with me to Walmart and she asked me all this series of questions and I realized that let me just tell the truth and once I told her the truth like I said everything ends but it 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 puts me in a place where I had to start questioning myself the first thing I asked myself but why was I not trying to be honest and I said well maybe because you know it's it's a three-year-old I didn't want to hurt her feelings but I'm like how did I know her feelings was going to be hurt what, what gave me the impression that I would hurt her feelings to the point where I had to bend the truth what gave me that impression? And if, and if our feelings were hurt, then what? So I got to the point and I started to realize something that I think is very important in human reasoning. 
And I started to realize about the individualism and I started to realize about self, self responsibility. I was dodging that. I was dodging the responsibility of the truth because had her feelings hurt, that responsibility falls on me that I hurt her feelings. So that was what I was looking at to say, okay, I don't want to hurt her feelings. In a way, you can think that, okay, that's another way of being responsible, but then it's being responsible from a negative perspective because I was telling a lie. But it provoked me to think and looked into a lot of things which I want to share with you guys today. And we'll take a very quick break. And when we come right back, I'll go a little bit deeper into what I want to discuss. You are listening to Forget Norms with Mr. Fashino. Ladies, I understand there is no better feeling than feeling like you're looking your best self. And I can guarantee you that I have a perfect solution for all your hair weeks. They're the sponsors of our show today. It's called Miss Spices Weeks. I'll spell it out for you. It's M-I-S-S-S-P-I-C-Y-S Weeks. They make beautiful hand-sewn Weeks that you can wear for any occasion that you desire to go to. If it's just leaving a house to go to the grocery store, you still want to look good. Nothing makes you feel and look good like having good quality hair on your head. Hit them up, www.missspiceswigs.com, or you can also find them on Instagram at Wigs, and you wouldn't feel bad for you to check them out. You are listening to Forget Norms with Mr. Fashino. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Um, every single one of us, every person that is alive on earth has a purpose. Whether your purpose is for you to die for a cause, whether your purpose is that you're going to sit in your front porch and something will happen to you that negatively affects you, but then it globally affects the world or positively affects our community. I'll take an instance. George Floyd, um, died. And all of a sudden at his death became a hero and sparked change in the world. Not him directly, but his death did. Every single one of us has a purpose, but that purpose also comes with the knowledge of individual, which is the self and self-responsibility, which is taking responsibility for everything. Now, there is a caveat to that. The caveat to that is that for you to, one, be an individual means that you have to know what that individual is. You have to know what that person is, which is you. And then when you get to know what that person is, which is you, you also have to know how to deal with the responsibilities that befall you by being you. And that means that there is a confrontation that is supposed to happen. There is no worse confrontation in humans than confronting themselves. Again, there is no worse confrontation than you confronting yourself because there's a slight possibility that some of your bad habits, you know them. There's a slight possibility that some of the things that you don't like to do, you already know those things. The confrontation forces you to either stop doing something that you probably enjoy doing, but know you shouldn't be doing. But that is the only way that you get to realize that who that self really is. What is the real definition of you? And what is that self-responsibility that you want? Most people are afraid of responsibility. 
And because they are afraid of responsibility, most people lose individualism. They lose being an individual because an individual has attached to them the responsibility to their actions, the responsibility to their thoughts, the responsibility to their movements, the responsibility to almost everything that they do. And sometimes it can be very exhausting and overwhelming for you to have all these things and be responsible for, but very vital to any desired level of goals and success. So for you to be goal-minded, you have to be an individual that is dealing with the self-responsibility of my actions and my thought process. Very simple, but yet very difficult to comprehend or very difficult to apply because of the fact that with self-responsibility comes disappointment, comes the need for you to make changes. And we all know that change is not something a lot of people embraced that easily. And all these things form the self. It forms the mind. It forms the growth. It forms the purpose. It feeds the purpose. It feeds the goal. But it is the work that most people don't like to do, especially when it comes to mental. Now, that is the, the issue with self-responsibility. Now, let, let me, let me, let me take a few minutes and first of all, break down something that is very fascinating when it comes to self. You ask yourself and you say, Oh, we're supposed to take a break. Okay. We'll take a quick break and I'll come right back and I'll, and I'll pick that up. For more information or to get in contact with our host, visit our website, www.forgetnorms.com. You are listening to Forget Norms with Mr. Fashino. Okay, guys, we're back. And we're discussing today about individualism or individual and self-responsibility in regards to desires and goals. I want to, I, I want to, I want to express something which when I read and stumbled upon it, I found it to be very fascinating. I'm one of those guys who I always question things from the perspective of their origin. I've always wondered what did the very first man on earth, and I'm not talking biblical man, what language did they speak? Did they speak something? What did language, what did words come from? And then I started to ask myself, I said, but what is the psychology behind words? Like, what do words really mean? And I realized that in the words themselves, you get the meaning. You don't really even need a dictionary. The words themselves, you can listen to it. They give you the meaning. And so I took the word individual and I was like, in, diva, jewel. And I'm like, oh, there's dual in the word, which means two. And then there is in the word, which is inside, internal, something inside. And then I wanted to figure out what divi means. And then I realized that divi and the actual word individual in and of itself came from a Latin word, which is indivisible. And then I started to ask myself, but if this me, if, if I am indivisible, something has to be together for it to be indivisible. You can't call something that is uni. You can't take a single thing and make it a multi-thing. But you could take a multi-thing and make it a single thing and call it a uni thing because you put them both together and you cannot divide them. And I said, for me to be an individual means that 
there are there is two parts that came to form me. And when you listen and you read about a lot of different psychology, I really want to keep this show as bare as possible because I'm not trying to go into a lot of, you know, psychological and neurological, you know, explanation. But that means that two things come. It's like basic psychology tell you about the, you know, mind and soul, body and mind that came together to form your individual self. And it was interesting to me. And then I start to say, okay, well, if that's the case, therefore, the idea of self-responsibility makes sense for it to be something that people are afraid of because there is almost always going to be some form of a confrontation within the self of what is the, the right and wrong thing to do. And because the natural fundamentals of human beings is to not be wrong, is to always be right, and also is to not shake up anything that does not necessarily require for it to be sh- shook up. Therefore, the idea of the self-responsibility for you to be able to take responsible for things that happen to you is deferred. It's easy for you to not do anything. It's very easy. It's very easy. It's, it's actually less exhausting for you to wake up and not do anything in life. So if something is going bad and you don't do anything, it doesn't make a difference to you if you don't want the responsibility to it. But if something is going bad and you have to do something, which means now that you have to go all the way back from the genesis of why it started to go back. And secondly, how do we stop it from, from, from it? From, how do we stop? How do I stop it to keep going bad? And not only do I, how do I stop it to keep going bad? How do I maintain it from never going back to how it was when I fixed it? That process, that process is what defines success. That ability to enjoy the fact that the responsibility for anything that you desire, anything, growth, wealth, health, anything that you desire, it is a personal responsibility that you have to accept for you to see any level of personal success. We'll take a quick break and I'll come back with my final thought on this topic. So guys, we're back. And and remember I told you about bending the truth for self can be very detrimental. And we have something that is unique to just us. Every person that is alive as of this moment has something that is unique to just them. It may not necessarily be a positive thing in terms of how we have come to learn how to define negative and positive but it is unique to you. And until you learn that which is unique to you, you will never know what it means to be an individual. I talked about bending the truth for self being very detrimental, and this is the reason why I said that. You must know who you are for you to be able to have realistic desires and goals that would make you either happy, joyful, or feel an element of fulfillment 
in your lifetime. Now, for that to also be possible, you have to do something that most people are afraid of. You have to have a confrontation. The confrontation of self, it's, 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 it's bad in every way possible, but good in every way attainable too. Bad in the sense that when you confront self, you get to see some horrible things that you may not necessarily want to even accept that this is who I am. It's almost like somebody who smokes and they almost always say, uh, you know, I'm a social smoker. I don't really smoke like that. I mean, I wouldn't really call myself a smoker. What? Really? Why? Because I don't smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. Oh, wow. So what would you call somebody who never smokes? Period. Or I don't drink. You know, I, I don't really drink like that. I'm not, I'm not considered a, an alcoholic. And you say, why? It's because, you know, I, I only drink, you know, about a few bottles of alcohol a day. You're absolutely right. You're not an alcoholic based on the definitions of an alcoholic. But you're a drinker. You cannot say, I'm not a drinker like that. When you confront self, that's the conversation that most people don't want to deal with. Because when you confront self, you come and realize that when you start to deal with yourself and you call things for what they are, you don't have, I don't drink like that. You have, I drink. Regardless of how you drink. I drink, I smoke, I do this, I do that. I love women, I can't do that, I cheat, I do that. I'm a thief, I'm a con artist, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. That responsibility becomes very personalized. And when the responsibility becomes very personalized, desires and goals becomes very purposed. So now you, you're able to know what self you have and what goals can fit yourself based on that confrontation but it's a very painful confrontation because it also sometimes can leave you very worthless when you come to realize that some of the things that you actually desire especially when you put them against the society morally they might leave you in a worse place than you were before but the exponential growth from you from that part to the to, to the next height is actually very beneficial for you to actually know that. But these are the fears that we don't like to hold on to or we don't like to participate in. And so the idea of individualism gets robbed from societal thinking. Everybody has this, 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 this value of who they are. But then I also usually ask and say, is it a true value of who you are? Have you explored the value to even know what your true self really is? Because that and only then can you have as the basis for how to grow higher. Especially with social media nowadays too. It doesn't help us because we can create a value that people see, but not necessarily a value that really is who we are. The beauty of social media actually it's, 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 it's insanely destructive for anyone who resides in that mindset of this is what I am, but not necessarily someone who's really take, taken the time to, to, to know who they are. But it's very important also when it comes to goals and desires, when it comes to, you know, attainable goals and desires, because when you know self, you know certain things about yourself and you know certain things about 
where you can implement self and be best. Ask yourself. You know when to plug in yourself and say, okay, I will be very good at this, but I'll suck at this. I will be very good at that, but I'll be moderately okay with this. So then the question becomes about the self-resources. Well, do I want to engage in something that I know for a fact that I'm only just that good at? Or do I want to take my resources to something that I know for a fact that come what may, I'll succeed exceedingly in? That is the conversation that should not be something that is frightful to any human being. That conversation of knowing self, because you're going to realize that you have within you something that is destructive to you and can be fixed, at the very least can be fixed, at least you know that. And you will also know your abilities and your strength. But when you start to bend the truth about self, you limit also the ability for self-responsibility. You limit the ability for self-action because an action usually follows a responsibility. But when you don't have a responsibility, nothing happens. It's very easy. It is very easy for you to sit down and say, I don't want anything to do with that. There's nothing in my opinion in life that does not require action for the desires to be achievable. But you have to have that zeal, that desire to confront yourself, confront those individuals, those dual that forms individual, that you, those things that are in the dark within your spirit and those things that are in the light within the society that forms you. Confront them, form a basis of who you are, and then start from there to become an individual that has the responsibility to become successful in their own definition. I hope this conversation sparked you to do something. I hope this conversations help you to do something. I will actually make this a two-part because there's more to it than that. And so what I'll do next time is we'll discuss some more about what individualism and self-responsibility can do in an exponential factor of your life. Until then, I want you to be blessed and I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. For more information or to get in contact with our host, visit our website, www.forgetnorms.com.